Hi, and welcome to episode 11 of the Education Marketer podcast. I'm Kyle Campbell, and today we're looking at the state of alumni newsletters, where we are, what needs to be done, and how you can create a newsletter that people will actually look forward to receiving. Today's episode is sponsored by Contra Agency, a higher ed web design and digital marketing agency that drives applications and builds community. Let's get on with the show. Hi, Red. You know what needs an overhaul? Alumni newsletters. My wife always forwards me a copy of hers. I'm not about to reveal the university that she went to, but know this. It's a good school, popular with students, and one of those that scoops up tons of awards at Heist every year. But it's alumni comms? They're pretty bad. They must flout about every rule we hold dear as education marketers. Firstly, the letter only turns up every sometimes. How many times have we all said that consistency is a differentiator? If you're not making an appointment with your audience, they're never going to miss you if you don't show up. It takes time and effort to build trust. But that's an aside. I want to focus on the content itself today. We now live in the age of Substack. You can go online and sign up to best-in-class newsletters for just about any topical niche. And you get content that's highly relevant, well-written, and is often part of wider community initiatives that create a sense of belonging. Let's compare this to the standard alumni newsletter. You open it and you see a header image, usually a stock photo of campus, and a tidal wave of undifferentiated generic content. Alumni profiles, exciting events, and in my wife's case, money-saving advice and fitness tips. Nobody wants this from their alumni newsletter. Here's the data the university has about my wife. She studied early years education. She works full-time while studying. She left the university over five years ago. She hasn't engaged with them since. Here's the data that they used. Her name. In 2023. This is inexcusable. At the very least, make it personal. Send her information related to the people on her course. Content that the university is genuinely a thought leader in not fitness tips that could be generated within five seconds with the right chat GPT prompt. I published similar observations on LinkedIn the other day, and I'm certainly not the only one who feels this way. Dee Dee Smith, Director of Regional Alumni Engagement at Indiana Wesleyan University says, Personalised is definitely the way to go. As more students access college education online, less will share and in common in-campus personal experience that so many alumni newsletters try to tap back into. Claire Miller, Digital Content Officer at NTU, absolutely agree. I want to know upcoming events and opportunities personalised to my degree, but what I receive every month is a random student I've never even met giving it their best live, laugh, love quote. Claire, if you ever want a job at Education Marketer, you know where to find me. Okay, 
So we all agree that personalization is the right way to go, but that's only level one. If you want to create an alumni newsletter that people look forward to receiving, here's what you need to do. Provide content that helps them excel at their job. Share changes happening in their sector. Highlight relevant career opportunities. Provide analysis of emerging news. Be a lifelong learning partner. And that last one is important. Lifelong learning loans are coming and it's the perfect time to review what an alumni service offers. Maybe the service of the future and the content it creates is more closely aligned with helping students reach their career goals. The offer doesn't even need to be credit-bearing. Adult learners consistently cite that it's not the credentials they value, but the skills that they gain as a result. Their employers agree too. The online education industry is set to be worth $243 billion by 2025. Online is already how most people learn, and a lot of the content isn't credit-bearing, nor does it need to be. I pay $200 a year for a newsletter called Category Pirates. It teaches the business practice of category design, i.e. creating net new demand for a product or service. And I'll go on record. I get more value from this than I do my $4,000 level 6 CIM. And no, I don't have a certificate for Category Pirates, but I have a business, one that was built using the knowledge I got from the newsletter, books published by its authors, and having conversations with them on LinkedIn. This is the future. Why can't a university, with its corridors of thought leaders, create an alumni publication that is as meaningful and impactful as this? Students would pay for it. Look, people don't care what fellow alumni, strangers, are doing in their careers but they do care about the insight they can provide and how it can be applied to their own. I'll leave you with an acid test. If you stop publishing your alumni newsletter tomorrow, would anyone outside of the university actually care? If the answer is no, then your program probably needs an overhaul. Good luck. Thank you.